It's so mm, funny. How far we've come where you have notes, though. I know it, Because you used to give me a really hard time about my notes. <laughs> well, the reason I have notes is because I have no brain right now. That's why I had notes. I know. <laughs> I but still don't have a brain. Them. I mean, I'm going to kind of read them, but not really. Um, okay, so as we know, Amber. Are we starting? Ta- yeah, here we go. Oh, okay. Right. Story <laughs> go. time with Amber. I'm doing it, guys. The I gave you the tour of the ba- the attic the other day. Peter's boxing up books. Oh, I, yeah. Is this the follow-up to... Not really. Um, oh. What's the title? Okay. Well, um, what's the topic? I, oh, I had a title. Um, I'm oh, sorry. How- we both interrupted you when you're on a <laughs> so, roll. You can't do a story time without a title. I need, I need so, context. How Amber deals with chaos. Okay. Oh, still okay. Still. <laughs> That's what I meant. Is Last it- time it was how Amber deals with transitions. <laughs> yeah. So okay. we learned <laughs> no, that during chaos. transitions, I... Go fetal. Go fetal. Mm-hmm. So... We've been pressing into that. So I want to talk today a little bit about disassociation and what that is. Okay, and I want a snack. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a snack? I have no snacks in my bag. Should we pause and get a snack? After this one, we will. Okay. 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 Amy. (laughs) Sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Priorities, people. (laughs) Um, So I learned... I didn't know what disassociation was. Mm. I always just thought I zoned out and like that was normal. It is not. And so I wanted to just talk a little bit about what disassociation is because yes. I think people struggle with it more than they know and they don't know that that's what they're doing. Mm. For sure. That's and good. so I thought it would be Netflix nice. Netflix binges be that like. Is disassociation. <laughs> yeah. um, so Definition? Yes. Yes. So the definition is a disconnect or separate used specifically in an abstract context. So when you disconnect or separate yourself. Mm-hmm. So there's also a chemistry version, but that's science and Amber doesn't <laughs> yeah, do science. No. <laughs> so what does it mean when you disassociate? You may feel disconnected from yourself and the world around you. Many people may experience disassociation during their life. Mm. For example, you may feel detached from your body or feel as though the world around you is unreal. Mm. Oh, that's serious. That is serious. Is that Netflix binge? Yes. It is. I mean, okay. there's different on levels. levels. Okay. okay. There's different levels. It's definitely on a spectrum. I disassociate where, like, I don't have memory. Like, Wow, okay. I don't. It was really interesting when we were cleaning the attic. Um, you don't have memory of what? Parts of my life. Like, I like have things total, in the boxes where you're like, I don't even know what this is? Yeah, like, oh, so okay. when, so it was it's not like you didn't remember me cleaning the attic. No, 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 no. So, oh. like, my ch- kids, we were going and putting away. This is what how it all started. We were putting away pictures. So mm-hmm. I found this old trunk that was my great-grandfather's. It's beautiful. And I thought, and I had all these boxes of pictures. And I was like, guys, we're going to put all the pictures we find anywhere into this trunk. Mm-hmm. You don't have to put them in a box. Just throw them in there. And when I'm old and gray, I'll go through all the pictures. Mm-hmm. But that's for another day. Right. So my kids were picking up pictures. All through the attic. All through, like you know, they I'd find a, they'd find a little shoebox of pictures over here, and find mm. a little, and I would pick up a picture from my childhood. A Parker in particular loved them, and he'd be like, "Mom, look at you! What was happening?" And I had no memory, okay. and and it wasn't. And I know a lot of people don't when they're little, but this was like mm. my tenth birthday party. Mm-hmm. You should remember your tenth birthday party, and so I was looking at the picture. And I remembered like four things. And they were like, Mom, tell us about your birthday party. And I was like, uh, I remember I had a unicorn pinata. We slept in a tent. That's pretty good, actually. I was going to say, I don't remember. I don't remember a lot of but, my childhood birthday things. But a things. lot of it was fear. Mm-hmm. I was terrified that my mom was going to be mad or we were too loud. And I got a Whitney Houston cassette. Mm-hmm. 
what was super interesting, and I know part of that is distance, but mm-hmm. yeah. what was super interesting is I pulled up a picture of their birthday party when they were like five or six, and they told me about the whole day. Mm. And this was so funny, and then this person said this, and oh my gosh, that would happen then. And, and, and it was really fascinating to me that I see my life in very small blips. And so, of course, the first thing I do is call my sister. Michelle, do you remember anything about it? And she's like, no. Hmm. And, but I said, ask your kids. And her kids were the same way. Like, they were able to tell stories about their childhood that were not emotional driven. Yeah. For me, Mm -hmm. all my stories come from a place of angst or fear or sadness sadness or but Mm. mostly fear and um Mm. fear (laughs) lots and lots of fear Mm -hmm. where my kids were sitting around looking at pictures and everything they were talking about was love and hilarity or Mm -hmm. you know or like there was these pictures of them when they were little and that was a hard one for me like they were like mom Look at, like, what was going on in this picture. And I was like, guys, I don't even know. Like, I was just trying to... them when they were Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was just trying to survive the day. It looks like... (laughs) It looks um, like... Let's look at the clues. (laughs) And they were laughing. And they were like, mom, no wonder you didn't look at... Like, they could could see the chaos. Like, at one point, there was one of, like, Parker and Exorcer and Izzy was trying to, like, feed him. And Emma had him in a headlock. And they were all, like, just, like... And there, Isabel was like, mom, your life was just chaos. And I was like, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. And so I went to my therapist and I was starting to talk about that because I think, you know, me talking about how I I just zone out and I can't move on to the next thing. Yeah. I don't know how to, I was never taught how to push through anything because I just tried to survive them. And so because my life was so traumatic all the time, and I was so full of like cortisol dumps and yeah. mm. and 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 fear that the basis of my childhood was fear. I my body for survival, my brain literally shut down, and so I don't actually have the skill set of simple things that most people do because I kept saying like to my therapist, "Why do people know how to move from one task to another?" How can Amy get up in the morning and do her devotions and then start her day? And when there's an end of one thing, she knows she needs to go to the next thing. And I actually can't do that. Well, you, you do it when you're teaching. What happens at home? <laughs> um, Maybe home is safe. I, home is safe. And it's also, I don't know how to do home. Like if I did, like if I did home, like. Because you were trained to do school. You were yeah, trained. Yeah, I, I have a training in school. Oh, like, mm-hmm. I was taught how to do that. Mm-hmm. And I went, I, you know, you do student teaching and you... you. So are you saying, though, that, like, so you say I was disassociating all the time. Like, you say that about you now. And so what is the now, like, you know, for example, you're like, I, I was fetal in my chair for four hours and I just, I don't... You I know, don't even And then pee. I just came out of it and then... Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. So is and mm. that's a type of disassociation. Yeah. So there's five types of disassociation. Mm. This is sometimes described as an experience of being a passenger in one's body rather than the driver. There are five main ways in which the disassociation of psychological process changes in the way the person experiences living. It's depersonalization, derealization, amnesia, identity <laughs> confusion, and identity alteration. So obviously, see Oof. how that's a scale. Do so, they give examples of each one or uh, I'm trying think. to think, is that like, does a normal person do that on a normal day or is this like, I don't think so. No. I mean, Trauma I think we stuff. all, so that was the interesting thing. Like disassociation. I don't mean normal person. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. Like I'm not normal. It's okay. That's I not just, what like, I meant at all. I I'm identify thinking, like, with that statement no. completely. <laughs> I just heard what like played back what I said. I'm thinking like when Rachel says Netflix binges, I'm like, does that fall into one of those five categories? No, or is so that something really different? What's really interesting is that ADHD, because a lot of it, when I was doing research, ADHD has that too, like, and mm-hmm. we all have ADHD tendencies yes. in our brain, especially because of Netflix and things like that and binges. Yeah. Our brain is being retrained in a different way. That's mm-hmm. what makes screen so dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, preach. You hear that, boys? You hear that? Do you hear that? Do you hear that? And so, like, there's that kind of ADHD disassociation. <laughs> like, that's like a, like, oh, yeah, my squirrel. brain, squirrel. That's not Whew, disassociation. That is me all the time. Yeah. Please. Yeah, and that, but that you can recover from, and that's just like, and I have that in in my notes, the difference. But (laughs) what for me, so the disorders, Mm -hmm. that's the question. Most often form in child subjective of long term physical, sexual, or emotional abuse, or Mm -hmm. less often Mm -hmm. a home environment that's frightening or highly unpredictable. The stress of war or natural disasters can also bring on dissociative disorders. So mm-hmm. that's different. Mm. So y- you didn't grow up in a home where right. that you yeah. had fear. And so because of that, like, yeah, you sometimes are tired and you need to Netflix binge and, and that's okay. But that's coming from exhaustion or other places where for me it's coming from an actual like yeah. my brain can't handle what's happening cope i can't cope cope. and so my brain goes bye yeah yeah that makes total sense so Mm -hmm. i literally separate Mm -hmm. my brain from reality and i guess (laughs) i i've done Mm -hmm. it my entire life Mm -hmm. and i never knew what that was i just thought i was lazy you know that's the narrative i heard tired and so I'm trying so we're working on it in therapy of like how to work through it because Mm -hmm. it's it's not is your therapist a cognitive therapist yeah like she's trying to help you create new pathways pathways in my brain yeah that's why and was really interesting was i went because of summer i always go i'm not gonna tell i always go on a certain day at a certain time (laughs) i don't want on this street (laughs) with this (laughs) my car and license plate number um but i do it in the end of the day yeah because afterwards and usually what happens is Peter and I go to my favorite restaurant after and we talk about it and we share an appetizer. Mm, and then I usually I go home and have to go straight to bed. Mm-hmm. I am so, so physically yeah. exhausted. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like this, it's like a, like it's like, it's not a date night because there's not a lot of fun in it. Mm-hmm. But it, <laughs> but it's I, like a debrief. It's like a debrief. And then I have to go home and straight to bed. Well, because mm-hmm. of summer, I've been moving it around in my schedule, which is not good. And I did it in the morning. Oof. And it, and then I went to Moosehead right afterwards, and it's it ruined. Kind of wrecked your day. Wow. It was really hard. It was really, really hard, and I it was hard for me to stay present. It was hard for me to, like, everything. Like, I actually poloed Rachel at one point because I was like, 
I was taking things all the wrong way, like, and reading things and like being super sensitive about stuff that normally I had a thicker skin about and I couldn't place it. And it wasn't until later I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do, I can't do morning sessions. I need, and when I'm learning about cognitive and restorative therapies, like I, my brain is actually fragile it's like oh, it would yeah. be like it would be like i need a helmet <laughs> yeah yeah that makes total sense i need like Aww. a little helmet that i put on it's like you can't see like if your arm was massively broken and the cast just came off and it's still like super fragile like we have to be careful with this we have to be tender with this yes, yes. that's that's mm-hmm. the hardest part with you can't any see it. emotional yeah. mm-hmm. mental mm-hmm. damage damage like mm-hmm. it's not visible it's, it's not, the same thing with like autoimmune diseases and right. things that, that's like, well, I don't have a broken leg and there's no cast, but my whole body hurts right. yeah. all the time. I remember or like for that, you, your brain, it's like you're not functioning in this healthy way where it's like even healthy, even someone just trying to give like good, even even a compliment can land on someone oh, who's hurt, well. like a really hurt mm-hmm. human. Even a compliment will like fall on it, like, fall almost differently. like an <laughs> insult or... Yeah. Or it'll just hit you sideways or like, you know, it's like, what it's very, and, yeah. it, and, and it is, it's like you're, you're a fragile human. I and if so... only you could say, before you start talking to me, I just want you to know that I'm a fragile human. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I, <laughs> so I, good. I, yeah, I think. That would be was, a good t-shirt. Fragile human. It would be human. a good t-shirt. <laughs> Let's do that in our merch. Um, <laughs> such a good idea. Human. Uh, yeah. I, and I think that that was that. what was so, that's what's been so interesting about this project you know yeah. it's so funny how god gives us different things yeah. that like make bring things to the surface yeah. and it always is for me like how making my home changing my home up it would be stressful for anyone like i'm not minimizing what i'm doing and being like amber buck up it's not that big of a deal it's a big deal what we're what i'm trying to under you know undertake and in, mm-hmm. in the time frame that i'm trying to undertake it for sure but the thing that's been so fascinating to me is why it's hard. Yeah. It's not hard because it it's physically demanding or it's, you know, it's hard for me because I literally, it keeps bringing up to the surface that I don't know what to do and I don't yeah. know how to manage stress and I don't know how to manage chaos mm-hmm. and I don't know how to manage um, different things and it like what's the next thing what's the I don't I just I don't have that skill set and I felt so I struggle so much with comparison Mm. and being like why can't I do this why Mm. why am I unable to put in six hours like why why does it and so for me it might be that I can only do 30 minutes yeah and then I have to I have to sit down I have to sit down because I'm so overwhelmed it's so fascinating though because you did like high-end weddings for two decades or something like that and this was like sometimes on a whole year of a timeline which you somehow executed and so there's like the 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 12 month outlook then there's the nine month there's six months there and it's getting closer and closer and closer and as it gets close as you know big events like that it becomes an extremely high stress event yeah you are now having to execute with pin sharpness or else everything is going to go wrong the flowers will wilt the flowers will die the cake will whatever the thing you're you're now like this sort of like conductor and I'm so good at it. And somehow yeah. you're able to do that. And that's major high functioning skills. Mm-hmm. Major yeah. high cognitive functioning. But it's, again, it's not about me. 
And I remember as soon as you would get home, I would you would go fetal and shut off mm-hmm. and shut down. And yet somehow in the and I and I remember seeing it many many times in the back of your mind, you've got like an automatic calendar or something because you're just mm-hmm. like. All right, I'm gonna go feel for like eight hours, but tomorrow I gotta get up at four o'clock in the morning and do five thousand peonies. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you would like get up and do it. I'm just like something. There's a glitch somewhere in you where it's like you are actually a really high functioning, high output individual. And it's, but the trauma. Yeah, and I think what I do is one of my um, what my therapist and I have been discovering is. I procrastinate so that eight mm-hmm. hours I could do it in 12 hours and like I could do it like and take a week but I have been trained to feed off of adrenaline fear and chaos. that's personality and chaos. too for some people some right people and it thrive is thrive on that I see that mm-hmm. on my plexus team with leaders like yeah some people I'm like if you just were a turtle every day right. you could get the same thing done then the last 48 hours and you I mean it is it stresses me right out and they thrive on it. They are their best self in it. Hmm. So some of it might be personality. Some of it. And and so and I think I think if I was a healthier <clears throat> like as I'm getting healthier though, it's interesting. As I'm getting healthier, I don't like it as much. That's yeah. why I mm-hmm. sold my business and mm-hmm. was like, I'm never I'm never planning another wedding. Mm-hmm. Because what I realized in myself was that I was setting myself up for chaos. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. setting my, I was getting, I was laying so that when it, when the rubber hit the road, I was filled with adrenaline and I could do a thousand things at once. When I had a business partner in my business, it was the first time I ever wrote anything down. And she was like, you've been planning these weddings and you never, I never wrote anything down. It was all in my head. Yeah. That's and, what really amazed me. And yeah. it was because mm-hmm. that, Chaos is comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. It's like manic a little bit too, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. When but you I, had the weddings, you were always high functional outside of the home, low yeah. functional at In, home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think what you now the struggle is that you are home more, and now you're actually trying to do a business in, in your, your home. home. So that's well, where I we're think having I'm this. Also trying to. I think the other issue is I'm trying to do it the right way versus. Yeah, more like at a steady, sensible reasonable pace instead of going and pushing things off to the 11th hour, hour right. and then being like oh my gosh I gotta open up a preschool tomorrow right. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. yeah it's like and we, we last time we kind of worked through it where it's like let's make a plan working from backwards to the front where it's like to today that, well based on all of this right click track that needs to go down mm-hmm. you have to start this now right you know like and I think that's what it is I think it's the the well you're fighting you're all of the other times where you're like as soon as I get in the house I go fetal and I disassociate yeah now you're just like no I I want you're you're starting to like wake up to the fact that you want to have like a functioning home a functional pace right of being home where you like learning what that even means exactly or learning exactly that, you know and you're facing it because you have to <laughs> yeah yeah and I think there's this the the thing that was so interesting about disassociation, um, it, it's it is a symptom of anxiety. Oh, and so totally. Yeah, I think that's that, the kind I have. Whatever yes, that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people with anxiety disorder may use disassociation as avoidance coping mechanism when mm. their anxiety levels peak and they feel incapable incapable of handling their emotions and mm-hmm. physical reactions, mm. and so. 
go to my happy place, go to my happy mm-hmm. place, go yes. to my happy place, uh-huh. find a cute little romance on Netflix and live there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. And that, totally. and so I think for me, the thing that's been so fascinating is that I, as I'm getting healthier, as I'm using my brain better, as I'm, as I'm working through the trauma, I'm learning that my wedding business was a coping mechanism mm-hmm. because it was the thing that was so beautiful about a wedding was there was a beginning, yes. there was a middle, yep. there was an end. Mm-hmm. At the end, everybody thought I was the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. I got all the praise mm-hmm. and I cleaned it up and it was as if it never happened. It was like a, it was like a fairy tale. Life yeah. yep. is not like that. Yep. And so again, I put boxes on things so that I feel safe because mm-hmm. I lived in such a place where there was no boxes or there was no black or white. You know what I mean? Like, so I live in extreme black and white because I never had footing. Like, mm-hmm. and so now I'm realizing that life is not black and white. There is gray. There is a place where y- y- you have to, you can't. So, but here, here's the thing that's just coming to me. If you can flip in your mind through cognitive pathways, which sometimes it even involves touch therapy, like sometimes you have to be like, you have to come up with, um, my home is like a business. You have to touch with your fingers. Mm -hmm. Like part of um, cognitive healing is to use all, as many of your senses as possible to create a new, (laughs) we've got some back noise here, guys. Sorry, we all have. It's summer. Large boys downstairs. Sounds like they're about to do a a workout. But so, hey guys, can you be a little quiet? We're podcasting up here. Hello, use your inside voices. Busted. I think those were their inside voices. I know. <laughs> um, oh shoot, I'm losing my train of thought. No, 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 no. Cognitive, no. you got to do touch. You got to use all your senses. Right. So my home is like a- like some like something that comes to my mind for you. My home is now like my business. My home. I want my home to run like a business. So like, so you're like, how do they do that, Rach? How do you? kind of like do one thing and then you're like oh I got to do this I, for me my home is my business my home I have a I have my running list in my mind today oh, it's a beautiful day okay I got to mow the lawn I got a weed whack uh, you know I kind of take like well, like I said like the top three things or the top five if I have time if I have a whole day out in front of me five if I have only half a day three three of the top things right and then it's like I have to leave at three okay I need I am going to get this a b and c done before three I'm going to make it happen. I can make it happen, but I have to start right now. And so it's like, I got to, you know, do the dishes, get the laundry in, go mow the lawn, stop and get Henry a lunch or whatever. You know, it's like, and then I go right back onto the mower. And it's like, you're, you know how to do all those things. You've mm-hmm. done it. Now you just got to flip your you've brain. You've done it on crack. You've done it on crack. <laughs> yeah, and, and you've done it, you've done it in public in front of mm-hmm. high, whatever. Now just take the Super same skills. Super fancy people. Yeah, but take yeah. But, but you've done it times 100 now. But me, I wonder too, this is my brain. If it's not as sexy, the business that I'm a part of, part of the reason why people don't last is because the behind the scenes work is not sexy. It's mastering the mundane. And me, my personality, I want the sexy. I want the, look at what I've done. Checked all these. Boys! You are so loud! Go away! <laughs> or, or just be quiet. <laughs> you, know those, like, you know those different memes where it's like kids kids it's time to be quiet and then the other mom comes and is like i will hit you if you that's me you're like please 
Yes, we're, we're podcasting in a barn, and below us, directly below us, is a workout area. And, and then a fridge full of seltzers and, <laughs> and a basketball hoop. Yeah. And five boys, I think. Five large boys. But anyway, so I think for me sometimes, I think two two battles that I battle are I want it to be – sexy is not the right word, but like oh, – no, I, I think that's a great Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it is. It's it is the word. the word. So I like the sexy. I like the showy. I like the look at what I did. The, uh, the my proof. worth is in what I've done, my mm-hmm. proof. And my other battle is I give my best self outside of my home. And then when I come home, because home is safe, I can crash and burn. And so in our years of full-time ministry or in my years of when I was a teacher or in my years where I worked outside the home, I was the best at what I did. But when I came home, whew, I was done. And so that's been my Mm-hmm. battle I think that is later in life to be like, no, I want to be famous in my home. And if the if the whole world thinks I'm awesome, but the five people at home are like, you know what? You're actually kind of lame and you're not all that great. That's a problem. When I die, if my five people who love me say, I was famous in my home, she loved well, my mom was amazing, my wife was epic, that's where I feel like I did well. But that's the harder for me. Because mm-hmm. it's safe, because it's mundane, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, and that's what I see in, in my, some of my kids as well who are made more like me. Like, you are pretty amazing outside, but when you come home, your siblings and your parents, let's be the same. In, let's mm. be the same outward as we are inward. I mean, it's a battle for everybody, I think. It but is. for some, yeah. it's more of a battle. At I least do. for me. Those are like my besetting sins that I battle with. Mm. Battle and with for me, I, I, like, I like being so efficient at home that I make that my idol. And yes. so that's my... You know, my my click track is so heavy for home and so Mm -hmm. heavy for like my world Mm -hmm. that um, it's I have to be careful not like to get out of it Mm -hmm. and to interesting and to to be better outside because I use up so much of myself inside. Mm -hmm. And it is. It's flipped. (laughs) It's fine. It's okay, guys. We're sorry. There's voices. Can you hear them really loudly in the background? I mean, it's it'll, it'll be in the background. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we can handle it. Our listeners Amber swearing with her eyes. They love they love our kids. <laughs> That's right. Again, they love our kids, Amber. <laughs> Maybe for number three, we just invite them up and they can do the, oh, the no, number three podcast. Yeah. They no, want that could be so fun. Bad. They do. Let's do it. I love it. It'll be fun. I don't know. We could do a check in. They're all here again. Okay, are we good? Or do we have a final wrap-up thought? I don't oh. know if we finished our thought. I don't. I, I think this is something that could continue. This is an ongoing. It's yeah. an ongoing because it's so so real. It, it it highlights, I think, all three of us, us a lot of our struggles. Like for me, I I'm more I'm too high functioning at home and less mm. functioning out. For you, it's the it's like completely reversed. For you, it's, it's like, like your love both. of it is mm. is like maybe sometimes unbalanced. And it's it's so good. It's just mm. so in like yeah. honest mm. and. Um, but I do think for you that if you could somehow flip, and yes, it's mundane, and like, if you're not a homebody, then you're not going to want to I don't be... think that's what it is at all. I think what it is is that I, when I get overwhelmed, I don't have coping skills. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't think it's like, because once once it's all finished, I don't think I'm going to have a hard time at all. Mm-hmm. Like when I see the final product, mm-hmm. it's that I was never taught how to work through anything. Like I don't know how to to um, sorry. talk when our boys are downstairs. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Make a cohesive um, thought. Well, no, it's like, my kid who's so the loudest, much like his mother. <laughs> he comes by that I don't honestly. Know. I don't know. I think mine's a close second. Um, so I feel like for me. The disassociation is not because it's not sexy or it's not this, it's not that. It's that I don't know how to 
process information mm-hmm. safely. And so when I see a task, mm-hmm. like, and, and so, yes, work and when I see open-ended things, I get scared because I Because there's no end to this. There's no end to living. That is for sure. And mm-hmm. so for me, that's what it is. And it gets undone right before your eyes very quickly. That is very true. There's no fairy tale. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and it's not even that. It's not even like laundry or blah, blah, blah. It's, it's the concept of like, I don't know how to regulate my emotions through a long period of time. Yeah, that's, that's good. That is the major difference. And so, so once I would say my same, it, but di- but it looks different. Yeah. So for yeah. me, once once the project's over, yeah, running a preschool is going to be fine in my house. Yep. At the end, I will be on a schedule, and I will be able to shut down, and it'll be great. That's not the problem. It the problem is is that I'm seeing something, I'm seeing a task mm-hmm. at hand, and there's so much emotional baggage that's attached to it that I don't know how to to move through the life that I live. Like, I don't know how to arrange my day. I don't know how to hmm, deal with the concept of exhaustion. Like, I don't know how to deal with this is overwhelming. It's not the tasks. It's the emotions that are attached to the tasks that I think that are making me struggle so much of Hmm. what do I, what do you do when you, you're scared? Like when you're Mm -hmm. scared of, the finances part or you're scared of the the emotional piece but or you are doing it you're did you did yeah. a huge week of doing all the things oh yeah you, so you many things constantly giving us proof so like you were doing and you got your family involved you did all the things that we suggested you do mm-hmm. yeah. literally job amber so you a did plus, it. plus. So even though your feelings are saying i'm overwhelmed and, and confident i was like well you still did it you you made it happen right and whether for you me, made it happen in 30 so so for me i'd be like i am gonna kill this i am gonna get this attic freaking finished today like i would just kill it i wouldn't even eat i would be like done toasty crispy smoke would be coming out of my ears at the end of that day because that's just like i like to be ahead i like to be ahead of things if I start feeling like I'm falling behind, I start mm-hmm. to panic. And so I stay ahead of laundry. I stay ahead of dishes. I stay ahead of like my house falling apart. I, I try. Mm-hmm. I don't like that feeling of chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am always working really hard for that. I mean, right. we have a big family get together today. That's why I'm not fully present today. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm elsewhere. Yeah. Thinking of all the logistics of all yeah. the things and wanting everything to be beautiful and cozy for everybody and zhuzhing and, oh, mm-hmm. and the salads. and the. <laughs> but, and so my brain has got a thousand little things that are going on. Mm-hmm. And I have a time. It's like, you know. I'm going to do this an and then orchestra. this orchestra. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, I will be crisp. But your house will be back in complete be, and total order. It will be back to the morning. order. Everything I'm will be put away. Everything my will be ca- yes. chaos. You, when I see chaos, you're you are filled with drive. I'm filled with fear. Mm. So, yeah, it, so right. it gives me energy. Also, yeah. neither of you like it. You both handle it differently. Yeah. I suppose we all do. So yeah, for so for me, I, mm. yeah, we can keep going on disassociation for the next you know million years because I'm yeah. struggling with it. It's so funny that when we told the boys to be quiet, they actually got louder. I know. They have no concept. <laughs> they have no. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think if you do forty fives on your triceps and your lats, it will. Uh... <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> 
and I'm becoming more and more convinced that men, their fully frontal lobe does not happen until about 30. It's 25 anyway. Oh, I so, know. I yeah. know that's what the yeah. medicine says, but I'm yeah. just saying <laughs> That's what like biology science says, but I'm adding five years for. It says know. here on these on these vitamins that men do not get their full brain until oh my 30. So, but I have so no you're just a baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll, we'll wrap it We're up for today. From We're this, uh, <laughs> <disassociating>. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, goodbye. Hello. Hello.